outside the parliament. They just kept turning up in their groups, in their groups, in formations, in rank. It, it was it was it was quite something to behold. And then they had to start changing entrances and exits to move MPs in and out of. Take away those diamonds, I don't need those rocks. A second hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without conditions. So this is the beginning of chasing the Sid. <laughs> Episode four. <laughs> Episode four. <laughs> uh, there's been yeah. a few bonus features for those watching it live. Put it that way. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, yeah. So the the um, the English bar was, I would say, on a scale of one to ten, about three, and the French bar on a scale of one to ten. With as far as COVID restriction goes, was a ten. It completely disregarded them whatsoever. So, didn't they drop masks in France? Yeah, um, we've dropped masks outside. Oh, but, oh, outside. Yeah, but you've got to remember, France is a republic, much like the way the states works, right? So you yeah. have the federal government, which is Macron and all that, and then you have the departments. Yeah, and they have their own prefecture which decides what happens in their area. So in our prefecture, they've said cases are rising, you know, cases are yeah. rising. And uh, you have to wear masks in Brocante, which is yeah. a, a kind of, it's like a jumble sale. And, right. And, and the markets, you know, on market day. So like an American flea market? Well, the Brocante is like a flea market, yeah. And yeah. The, uh, and the rest of the markets are like, you know, your East End Barrows thing. Um, thank you, Adam, by the way. Adam just said evening and love the format. And hello to those watching live right now. Um, uh, Lisa and £7.84, anybody watching on Twitter. Um, the new format we decided to go with about four seconds before we went live. Uh, we went for a, we went for a few few scenes and and uh, this this seemed to be the better way to just get us both equally on the screen. I know we're in a classroom, but um, yeah, yeah. John's loving it. Look, look at him over there. He's like, hey, he's kicking back on his chair. Look, my back of my chair is yellow. Look, behind me, um, and I think John might be on a pink chair. I'm probably on a pink chair, but you can't see. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So that was um, that's that's the kind of situation in France just now. It's 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 not changed much. People are still wearing masks outside when they don't have to. But they've always done that here. They're kind yeah. of mental, and and it's a bit like the UK as well. You see people wearing masks outside when there's oh no mandate God. to do so. Yeah, it's, you, know it's, it's, you know what, and it's infuriating because um, there are so many doing it as well. Like especially when I go to London, John. Like when I go to London, the amount of people yep. wearing masks outside, oof, there's yeah. a lot of them. And uh, for example, I'll be at Downing Street tomorrow uh, and Parliament, uh, and there will be plenty of people that come out the surrounding buildings, the surrounding offices to see what's going on, and they'll all be standing there in their masks. And also, we know yeah. which we always know which photographers and uh, film guys are from the mainstream media because. Uh, They'll turn up with their cameras oh, and they'll start snapping pictures and they're all masked up. And I'll be standing there with one of these other YouTube streamers and we'll be looking at each other and I'll just look at them and be like, one of us doesn't belong. One of us doesn't belong. <laughs> and uh, Oh, uh, Gaz, Gaz in the Twitter chat, you cheeky bastard, says, I thought you had Jeremy Corbyn on for a minute there. Oh, that's, 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 that's a bit... <laughs> 
<laughs> Corbin's at least, what, 25 years older than me, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, he's at least 25 years old. Right, that's it. I'm going to have to get the beard dye out, aren't I? <laughs> just, yeah. just, I'm going to have to touch up the beard. Dye it blue. Dye, dye, dye it electric blue. Like midlife know. crisis time, John. I don't know if I could do that. Anyway, right, so <laughs> what are we going to talk about this week? What do you want to talk about this week? Well, what happened on Monday? Were you down in London Monday? I was in London Monday. Right, um, I... So, how many turned up? Uh, okay, so it peaked at about maybe 1,500. Um, mm-hmm. And then it, it dissipated. And then another protest sort of sprung up. It was it was weird because I was about to head home. Um, and it was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So there, there'd been a bit of a, 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 a razzmatazz outside Downing Street. There was about 1,500 yeah. people there. Um, and then it moved down the road and then it stopped in the crossroad between sort of um, Downing Street, where Downing Street is, and uh, Parliament Square. And literally they parked their asses in the middle of the road um, and just, just stopped the traffic. And yeah. then after that, they had a bit of a party um, and it was it was it was pretty much a party atmosphere. You had big groups of people dancing, people literally laying out towels and sunbathing in the middle of the road. It was it was quite surreal. Uh, and then they moved on down to to the parliament, and parliament got locked down. Um, cool. For fifteen hundred people, there was less, way less than that at that point. Um, yeah. See, so, that, that 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 just shows you how little people you need to start disrupting things. But this is it. This is this is exactly what I said. And do you know what? This this protest not mm-hmm. not allowed so to speak. Mm-hmm. No, no risk assessment done, no meeting up with the Met Police or giving them and, a, a, anything of the sort. People just more, more, more importantly, no organiser. No organiser. Well, there was, there, was, there was a couple of people in Telegram groups that said, come down. But, yeah, um, yeah, but, but nobody to target for the 10 grand fine. Well, no, exactly. And, uh, you know, I even got threatened a whole bunch of times by police officers. Oh, this is an unlawful gathering of more than 30 people. You're going to have to go on, sir. I was yeah. like, I'm a journalist. <laughs> I'm working. Yeah. They were like, ow, ow. Wait, who do you work for? I said, well, I've got press written across me, look, right? Mm-hmm. And I work for myself. I said, I'm my own website and I'm reporting. Um. Oh, 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 oh. Well, if I have to speak to you again, we might be saying something a bit different for you. Go away. <laughs> Go away. Yeah, um, no, good, good on you. And I, I'm just rocking about my mobility scooter, right? This thing goes to the maximum of four mile an hour anyway. So if the police wanted to chase after me, it's not like I'm getting away very fast. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, no, um, they, so many police officers outside the parliament they just kept turning up in their groups in their groups in formations in rank it, it was it was it was quite something to behold and then they had to start changing entrances and exits to move mps in and out of and, and and things like that and like that that was just maybe four five hundred at that point yeah and yeah, that's good and it just it, like like you say it just goes to show how much you can do with a, with a very few amount of people and i have always said I have always said that going for a walk around on a Saturday afternoon around central London is going to piss off the people you want to support you that yeah. are at the tourist attractions, that are at Oxford Street shopping. 
right? Because you're yeah. getting Oxford Street shut down. You're getting maybe they'll lock down the London Eye if, if 500,000 people come walking past, something like that. Uh, people are, are out there. They want to have their day out. They want to go shopping. They want to do their thing. And if you're pissing them off, you're getting the shops are trying to go in shut. The attractions are trying to use shut. They're not exactly going to want to be on your side, in my yeah. view. But if you turn up at Downing Street and you turn up at Parliament, practically unannounced, yeah. and you just you can you can tell you you are disrupting, shutting down, and locking down the people that you need to be, and the people that you need to be are the people that are running this shit show. Lisa says, I saw an interview with Claire Fox who mentioned the protest and they had to leave via various corridors in Parliament. Yep, it's true. Yeah. I mean, we, 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 we caught Hancock on his way in. So we, he ended up giving the middle finger to someone and then putting up this weird like little screen. So oh. no one see the window. Um, yeah, so, so we caught Hancock on his way in. But like I say, after that point, it just sort of dissipated. And I thought, well, this is done. And then I got a tap on the shoulder and said, get back up to Downing Street. So I got back up to Downing Street. There's another 500 people there. And, yeah. and, they're, and they're just, you know, having a sit down, sit in protest uh, by the front, all led by Piers Corbyn, who's just sitting there. Uh, and yeah. I've, I, you know, you were just told you look like his brother. But, um, <laughs> what, Jeremy? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'll tell you what, I, I, had, I actually had a, I had a good word with Piers Corbyn, right? And I yeah. thought, this man is definitely a few sandwiches short of a picnic, right? But, no, I think I think the problem the problem with Piers Corbyn is he's too intelligent. That's he, the problem. He is really, really intelligent. He, he lives he lives in a different zone from the rest of us. <laughs> but the thing about right, but anyway, I think he's a I think he's a really nice guy. Um, yeah. I've got absolutely no problems with him. I've got no problems at, at, at all. I, I, and, and I don't I I kind of understand the shit that he gets, especially when he starts trending on Twitter the next day, standing on a tube train, peeing in the sticker. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought absolutely good on you, Piers. I thought good man. But he he, he was telling people to do it. Um, he was on the old megaphone. He was going. When you get on the tube, when you get on the bus, take off the stickers, take off yeah. the propaganda. He's going, and I'm just going. No, he's, he's quite right. He's quite funny, right? <laughs> but this man, right, he's in his 70s or 80s. He's an old man. He's Jeremy Corbyn's big brother. And Jeremy he's Corbyn. His, he's in his 80s, I think. Well, Jeremy Corbyn, Corbyn looks like a, like a corpse. Jeremy looks like a corpse already. Yeah, yeah. And, and Pierce is Jeremy's big brother. Yeah. Um, and. Um, <laughs> Fucking hell! I mean, this man last weekend he was he, he, there was photographs appear of him at one o'clock in the morning hanging out of a squat in a, yep. in Oxford, above HMV in Oxford Street. He has more energy than I think mm -hmm. most of the twenty somethings combined. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, he just doesn't stop, John. And uh, you know, all power to him. I'm just like, where is this coming from? Like, is yeah. he on speed? Is it? Is he on coke? What? What? Where is where is is it just the Corbyn energy? Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty impressive. I mean, I will say Jeremy got all the charisma in the family. Yeah, he did. Piers Piers has got no charisma at all, but he's a nice he's he's you know that like nice uncle that you've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's Piers Corbyn. He's he's that nice. He's the nice uncle. Mm. And you just you know, Piers, how you doing? He, 
he is a smart guy, and he's mm. got he's got a weather forecasting business. He does, and yeah. He sells it to corporations because he does long term weather forecasting. He sells his weather forecast to corporations, and he makes a lot of money at it. Yeah. So he's not short of a bob or two. Yeah, his weather forecasts are pretty good. So, I, I mean, he's a switched on guy. He knows what he's doing. He's just, um, it's like everyone who's intelligent or or got loads of money or come into a certain background or whatever, they're, they're just a bit eccentric, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I have no money and I'm very eccentric, so. <laughs> <laughs> so you must, be, you must be super intelligent. Well, I, I've just got, I've got. Why, the, why is my camera suddenly picked me up? I don't know, you've got really big. Like, oh, I'm, I'm ginormous. <laughs> oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Ridiculous. <laughs> He's crazy. I'm like the giant, I'm like a giant now. I'm like a giant version of Corbin. <laughs> oh fucking hell this is this is going well isn't it john oh, hey it could be worse it could be you. at one point i thought i wasn't going to get here because the the whole oh he's shrunk again i, I cannot understand why a router decides to tell me that i've only got 124 gig left and then shuts me off for fuck's sake i've got so, 124 gig left that's actually not not a lot if you're doing high quality high time streaming that's not no, a lot no 124 gigabytes you see it's... i have i have unlimited gigabytes on my phone and so if everything goes down i just tether my phone to the laptop and like there's yeah, yeah and that's so what I'm i did a... when i broadcast the live show from butlins and to be fair it was one of the best quality shows i ever did like it, the, the the internet connection was crisp and it was just tethering off my phone. Yeah. Um, hi there, Jessie. She says she didn't get a notification. Yeah, Twitch doesn't like to notify people that I'm live sometimes. Um, that's very odd, isn't it? No, it's not. It, of course, people like me don't get notifications. We, we tell the truth. Um, <laughs> right, so yeah, London. That's, that's basically what happened. And then right. I, I, I assume it will be a rinse and repeat tomorrow. Uh, but... So is it happening every day, or is it just happening once? Well, I'm not sure, but it hasn't been happening. Well, it hasn't been happening every day since. But there was the Love Down protest that had been going on since around about May 29th on Shepherd's Bush Green uh, that, that many people weren't aware of. I mean, I kind of knew it was happening, but I thought it stopped the very next day, but apparently it hadn't. Um, and yesterday or the day before, they finally got raided by police and all removed. Um so that was a that yeah. was thing because um, they turned up last Monday. Well, a bunch of them did on the protest with their big love down banner. Uh, and then, like I say, I think it was two days ago. They got they just got absolutely obliterated. Their tents got ripped down. They got removed. They got uh, there was a lot of assault. I saw some live streams. It was it was quite brutal. But then the British or the Met Police, especially. Don't really uh, do subtlety. I will say that um, they just. Well, yeah, yeah, you say that, right? Well, but, they don't do subtlety against anti-lockdown protesters. Yeah, yeah, and and yet they do subtlety against Black Lives Matter. Yeah, and they it's do subtle. Yeah. They do subtlety against Antifa. Yeah, yeah, um, and they do subtlety against Scotland fans. Well, the thing is, <laughs> why? <laughs> Why would you do subtlety against Scotland, fans? <laughs> well, I, I'll say this, right? Antifa 
Black Lives yeah. Matter. Ex- well, Extinction Rebellion, just fruitcakes. But Scotland fans are all more likely to start a fight. Yeah, yeah. That is that. Is, whereas the anti-lockdown protesters, they've been out on enough protests now. They don't riot. They yeah. don't instigate shit. They don't go and smash up the streets. They're yeah. not known for it. They're they're just a they're just a people. Oh, Gaz just, on Twitter says yeah. he just followed you. Oh, thanks, just Gaz. But um, uh, he's the one who called you Jeremy Corbyn. So. Uh... Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. I don't behave like Jeremy Corbyn. Um, so, the the Scottish fans in London were yeah. disgraceful, weren't they? Well, they were great. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't expect them to be anything other than disgraceful because when when we when the Scottish fans go to London, we expect to own it. And I think they did. So it was really gratifying actually to see a bit of normality creep into the, the country at that point. Yeah. Um I remember seeing a, a somebody who had stripped to the waist and was body surfing across the pavement because it was so wet. I saw that video and I thought, how the fuck? I, I, I watched it three or four times because I'm like, he shouldn't be sliding like that. So uh, it was like, because it was just the bare skin, boom. Yeah, but floor, it was and wet. he just wet. It was wet, but come on, man. He went for what, 25, 30 feet? He oh, just, yeah, it a, was like a, a goddamn slip and slide. It was, yeah. it was brilliant. And uh, and I watched the game. I watched the game, and um, the guy I'm watching it with, he's going, "That's a recording, isn't it?" And I goes, "No, that's not a recording. That's the real people that are in the game." And he said, "But there's only three thousand Scottish fans in there and twenty-two thousand English fans." And I goes, "I will guarantee you, given the amount of people I know that live in England, there are more than three thousand Scottish fans in there." Yeah. And I think there would have been. I think there would have been because you could hear them singing "Flower of Scotland." Oh yeah, and you, you know. I mean, the, it was um, it was quite impressive it, for considering the amount of people that weren't there. It wasn't that bad. Um, I well, think I think the whole thing though, the whole thing was a travesty. Um, when both teams kneeled at the start, I right? didn't, I didn't watch the game so. Yeah, I, I watched the game, and the game wasn't bad from a Scottish point of view. The game wasn't bad because Scotland actually did pretty well. And to be honest, and I'll not say this. I'm not biased. I won't say this very often because normally I'll say Scotland will 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 uh, grasp a defeat or they will snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Yeah. But generally, I think Scotland deserved to win that game. They, oh, were, uh, they were pretty close. But both teams kneeled at the start, and I think I think a draw was was honourable in those conditions because neither team deserved to win. Whereas when you think back to the rugby when England kneeled and Scotland didn't, and Scotland beat them against all odds. Yeah. So I think I think there's a whole psychological thing goes on here with people kneeling before the game and, and then going out and trying to do battle with their, their competitors. I think well, you've got to be you've got to stand strong and you've got to be there to actually do it. Well I don't think that the I so I could say I'll oh, keep politics out of sports. Politics has always been in sports, right? Um, You're right, but the FAA actually has a clause. To, the FAA has a clause to say politics is not in, allowed to be included in sports. So these guys, any of your Premier League and all that, they shouldn't be allowed to. Yeah. 
No, well, well, see, the thing is, right, if, if, if they're allowed to make that political statement, then I believe everybody else should be allowed to make their political statement. It shouldn't be yep. a one, you know, it shouldn't be a, a, a cookie-cutter political statement, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, um, absolutely. Or it, it's either all OK or nothing is. And it's the same with, you know, speech. It's the same with comedy. It's the same, same with, with, with everything. Uh, I, it's either all OK or it's not. But the thing is, yeah. like, if, if there was, like, say, uh, someone turned up, on the England team with uh, a, a Trump make America great again hat on, they would be reprimanded. Mm-hmm. They would be reprimanded for that. And, yeah. and, and and I don't think they should be if they're allowed to take the knee. Um, it, uh, they can try and weasel their way out of it all they like. They tried to say it was, it was nothing to do with Black Lives Matter was the latest piece of <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, what's so, it to do with it? <laughs> so, so they said it's to do with it's to do with it's not to do with the organisation Black Lives Matter, but it's to do with racial injustice. And taking the knee has been a oh. symbol of symbol against racial injustice for hundreds of years, or something along those lines. Except for that, that that might wash if you didn't have BLM on your uniforms for for for, for the vast majority of last year. It might wash if you had no fucking intelligence whatsoever and hadn't any grasp of history. It might wash then, yeah. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's it's utter bullshit, John. Uh, And uh, we we know it's utter bullshit, but they'll try and do anything they can to weasel their way out of it. But then at the same time, why do they want to hold on to this? I, I don't know. So they've done it. They've done it, right? They've been doing it for a year. Yeah, Stop I know. Now, I know. Brilliant, brilliant to make noise about racial injustice. Absolutely, right? Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant to raise awareness for any kind of equality that still has not been attained. Though I couldn't actually name any, but absolutely brilliant. Well, I know what you're saying, and I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. There shouldn't yeah. be any disequality. But I think we've gone too far the other way. I think we have positive discrimination now. We don't because just, when you, you don't have to when, think it, it's true. Yeah. No, when you have the BBC advertising for a post and saying this is not open to white applicants, yeah. then you have positive discrimination, and surely that should be illegal. I agree. Because it's discrimination. I agree. There's no such thing as positive discrimination. You can stick oh, the yeah, word exactly. you can stick the word positive in front of it all you like. It's still fucking discrimination. Mm-hmm. It's, it's discrimination is discrimination is wrong. It's wrong yep. in all senses. It's, it's wrong in all aspects, right? The best person for the job. And that's why exactly. I'm self-employed. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. I, I I know I'm not the best person for the job. Because I've got a mouth on me, and so. Uh... <laughs> oh well, that was that was one of the other things that came up during my discussion with our with our English friend. And and don't get me wrong, I love this guy; he's really good. Um, yeah. And and we had a whole discussion about England and what happened because I'm saying what went on in the in the changing room at half time when England were playing because. If you think, if you think, um, say, say there was an Alex Ferguson in there as a manager, right? right? You would think he would be ripping them apart. He would be telling them, for fuck's sake, get a grip, get out there, get the ball, move forward and score a goal. Yeah, yeah. he would be giving them 
positivism. He'd be he'd be leading them. He'd been making sure they went forward and 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 made a, a difference. But yeah. I can't I can't imagine Gareth Southgate doing that. He'd be like. Well, you know what, guys? You know, we've maybe got to make a few changes here. We've maybe got to be a bit more positive. We've got to go forward a bit harder, you know? Uh, See, I'm not someone... I think we've lost John. I think we've lost him. Hold on. He's kind of moving. It now sounds like there's a... A bad rhythm section in the background. This is uh, John. John? Yeah. I Can hear you. We we've got a really bad you're you're yes. coming you're coming down our end badly. Really badly. I've lost it. It has gone a bit Doctor Who. Um yeah. I think John yeah, might have told that. I th- I think John might have to reboot his connection. So I will hold the show on until he does. Um, Gareth Southgate, then, is he a bit of a wet wipe? Because I don't follow football. I'll talk to the chat for a minute. Um, is Gareth Southgate a bit of a wet wipe? You guys tell me. Uh, I, I I don't know. Uh, Gaz says, I thought the Scotland team were not going to take the knee. Once again, I don't follow football. I, I definitely don't have time for that. And uh, Gaz also says, the set looks like you are in front of... Uh, in the front row of a socially distanced stadium, it's good though. We're in a classroom. It's not a set because he's in France right now, where you can sort of see him. He has. We're back in the classroom. Okay, so oh, answer, right. answer my. Uh, so Gaz said that was impressive. I thought you were both in the same room. So uh, we, we we're getting we're, we're getting away with it. We're getting. Does away he think with I'm it. like? Does he does he think I'm like you're like? 350 pound you know gorilla compared to to your 120 pound Labrador I mean I don't weigh 120 pound John but you're certainly flattering me I was being nice I was being nice to you mate you know that well yeah um, yeah I do I mean your son was even nicer to me as we've said before when he drew the cartoon Um, (laughs) and me and me he he drew a skinny ladies and gentlemen he drew a skinny (laughs) And, and, and we are not. He's back on the wine. Uh, what is the wine this week? What's the wine of the week, John? Well, this is a Sauvignon Blanc. Um, yeah. It's it's from Intermarché. Yeah. It, it's €3.71 for one litre. There we have it, ladies and gentlemen, the wine <laughs> We've, we've jumped from France. 
And it's gonna... perfectly respectable. Perfectly respectable wine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying it is, or I'm not saying it isn't. I don't drink, so yeah. I don't really know what personal, personal. I mean, when I do come, come back over to France in October, and I make you come and see me, um, yeah. I, I will make you bring the wine. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, and we do that, and uh, I we can do an episode together because I arrive on a Sunday. By the way, we can do yeah. an episode together, and uh, we can do the wine of the week live, and we can both get pissed. Uh, From Gaz, the well, Gas says that uh, John is a wine connoisseur. Well, he's in France; he's kind of got to be. It's it's just expected of him at this point. French. The French really like their wine. They, they don't drink foreign wine, though. So if you if you don't like French wine, then you're stuffed because you can't you can't go. Well, you can you can buy like a Casselero, Diablo, whatever, and and it's there. You'll pay seven eight euros for it, which is pretty much what you'd pay in the UK. Yeah. But you'll get French wine much cheaper that tastes just as good. I, I, I'm um, so tempted to, to to turn up in France and just have bottles of Blossom Hill on me. And just be like, hey! <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think I've ever seen an American wine on sale. I've certainly seen American spirits because they'll, they'll sell Jack Daniels and stuff like that. Of course, um, it does can. tend does tend to be a bit expensive. Although they they'll sell things like you know Scotch whiskey. I mean, they, they were selling. Uh, single malt scotch whiskey for 16 euros a bottle which is actually pretty damn good that's about that's, what, that's, that's, that's about, that's about fair that sounds about yeah. right um it, no, well, it, I, it's cheap because it's about 14 quid a bottle and normally you'd expect to pay you know 20 25 quid for a single malt yeah 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 i mean it's just the french isn't it they just they 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 have too much blood in their wine system and so yeah, uh, well, yeah. Drink, drink, drink here is fairly cheap. I mean, we went out to the, we went out to the the uh, the local kind of cafe, you know, bar to back down the road, and we had a, a couple of drinks outside, and it was yeah. four of us, and we had like four rounds, say. So we had that would be four beers, four wines. Well, it would be there was four of us, so be eight beers. Eight yeah. wines and the bill was like 19 euros. You can't fucking moan at that, can you? No, you can't because you pay that for one round in London. Well, exactly right. Well, you, you say one round, right? You, you'd pay that, you've got to pay six, six, seven pound a pint in London now. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, that's that's um, that, that's the way things have got. I mean, you couldn't even get that in a Weatherspoons that cheap. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I know you. Booze is cheap. I know you've answered this before, John, but this is from Gaz. Uh, he's new to the Chasing Descent show. Um, he says, John, what's it like living in France with the COVID nonsense and restrictions? It's, it's the, the only thing that makes any difference in France is wearing a mask because yeah. there's no, exempt, no exemptions with masks unless you've got a doctor's letter, apparently. So everybody wears a mask. Um, some people wear it under their nose, like you, like you, like I do, and uh, yes. nobody's pulled me up for it. It's never once been pulled up for it, except for one occasion in Intermarché 
when an English guy said, you know, it doesn't work if you wear it under your nose. And I said, yes, I know it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I know it doesn't work. Full stop. Yeah. Full Beauty stop. This, this, yeah. this piece of cloth here is scientifically illiterate. It is yeah. useless. It does not fucking work. Now turn around and jog the fuck on. Yeah, but that's the only thing the French do because they do they don't bother with social distancing. They will shake your hand. They will even kiss you. If uh, I have seen, I've seen French greet each other and they're still doing the old, you know, the three part, yeah. the three cheek kiss thing. They still do that. They shake people's hands. Um, they, in fact, the other day we bought a car. Yeah. And, and we shook the the saleswoman's hand. No problem. She didn't even yeah. balk. She just stuck her hand out and shook it. So there's there's no there's none of that nonsense about you know not shaking hands or anything like that. Um, they they will brush past you in the street. They'll they'll say pardon and, and brush past you in the supermarket. Nobody yeah. bothers about distancing. They will walk the opposite way from the arrows. Um, so they'll do all that. They just don't give a shit about the restrictions. And in fact, once you get into the villages and you go into the local bars and things, they don't give a shit at all. You know, Good. I mean, that bar we were in today, there was no masks, there was nothing, and everybody was more than happy. They, they'll take cash, there's none of this nonsense about only paying by card or in, you know, the, absolutely no problems at all. So that's, France that's is actually, France, France generally is like living in the 80s. The yeah. only thing that is a complete arsehole just now is the fact that they still wear masks. Yeah. And uh, despite them being dropped outdoors on Thursday, this is a question for me, are they still, a lot of them, doing it? Yeah, yeah, well, the the problem is France being a republic, it works like the States. So yeah. each prefecture has their own, has their own, you know, autonomy. So for instance, we're in a, 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 effectively it's a county called Vienne. Right. And they, they can decide what happens in their time. So they've said you need to wear it in a market, even if it's an open if it's an open air market, yeah. you still need to wear it. You know, and, and there's never been an open air mandate in France, to be honest. It's only been no. in certain areas. Um, but right. you know, the, the prefecture we're in says you still need to wear it. Which is, you know, it, the whole thing's ridiculous. It really is, but Yeah, you know, I mean... all, but having said that. You very, very rarely see a cop. You never see a gendarme. They're, they're just like... The only time I've ever seen gendarme is when they were buying lunch in the supermarket. See, when I, I, whenever I come to France, because of where I go, um, I see them all the time. And mm -hmm. I see them with their guns as well, like with their machine-type yeah. guns. And, um, yeah. I, and I, yeah, I see... To be honest, you see that in London as well. Oh, yeah, but... Um, uh, the the presence around, like say the Disney Resort, for example, the presence yeah. around there is just off the scale, and it's not just the gendarme; it's the fucking army are always there yeah. as well. Yeah, um, we, you got to be you, you got to be careful because the gendarmerie the national look like the army, right? So you've got the police, yeah. they've got the police municipal, and then you've got the gendarmerie national. And the Gendarmerie National look like the army because they wear like fatigues and you know one piece boiler yeah, yeah. suits and all that. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I'm aware. Stress more like police, yeah. 
I'm aware um, because uh, I, I know the difference because they do have both. Um, they have the actual army and then they have the gendarme as well. And uh, they, there is there is differences, um, but they're, they're very similar. I, I have to agree. Uh, Gaz says, brilliant, they aren't social distancing. I mean, to be honest, oh, right. I don't think I've ever done that. But I've to be honest, do I don't think anybody really is like anywhere because oh no no see when we were in scotland it was shocking absolutely shocking i remember queuing for the the co-op yeah and and that's the thing i've never had to do in france apart from very occasionally the boulangerie gets stout to the point where people do have to queue to get in but it, yeah it's not really a, a covid thing it's just the fact there's no room left in the boulangerie <laughs> but yeah yeah and and in Scotland, the co-op were they they were um, they were yeah. quite restrictive on the amount of people going in, and people were queuing outside. And I remember standing in the queue, and I was like, I was I was way more than two meters behind the woman in front, but she was freaking out. She right. was like, she was turning around and drawing me daggers because I wasn't wearing a mask anyway. But she was going nuts because she thought I was closer than two meters, right. and of course. Me being me being the the arsehole that I am, I started coughing. <laughs> <laughs> which which really got our goat up, you know. But you know And you said you're making me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm making you feel uncomfortable. you're making me feel uncomfortable and I'm just like <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> just about COVID, it's okay, you know. Yeah, mm. I, I'd have gone. Don't worry. It's, I don't think it's COVID anyway. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, question, people in Scotland were freaky about it. The way out, yeah. The the other question here is: Do they do the track and trace? Oh, in in France. Yeah. I've never seen track and trace. Have you seen track no. and trace, Don? Mm-hmm. No, no, not once. The only thing they asked us. The only thing I've seen was. They asked us to download a QR code in the English pub tonight, but that that was only to access their menu. I've never seen track and trace anywhere. And it didn't and work. It didn't, and it didn't work anyway. Yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work anyway. Yeah, it was a little shite. Yeah, yeah, because it's English technology, and English technology is genuinely <laughs> a load of shite. Uh, let's just, you know, let's look at our track and trace. I mean, I have, <laughs> I have, <laughs> I have an app on my phone. Uh, oh, that yeah, the like. That, yeah. No, no, it says oh, it's no. the NHS. I have an actual Android app. I've sent an APK, yeah. and it looks like it says NHS COVID nineteen. It's got the same symbol. Um, and what appears to have happened with this app is one of the developers, it must have been, just decided to release only the camera feature. So there's no other features built. So we've got it, and it, it links into the QR codes, and it tells you scan oh, no, and it tells you exactly where you are, and you do checking time. But there's no exposure notifications. There's no anything else. It is literally the camera. There's nothing else on it. You can't do anything else with it. Um, it's cool. called COVID nineteen eighty four. Uh, I don't yeah, use I've, it. I've seen that. Yeah. I don't use it because I don't want to comply with any of this as much as possible. Uh, I I used it. For that one week, I went to Butlins with the kids so that we could just yeah. get in the fucking theatres without any fucking yeah. hassle. Bang! I mean, we didn't even wear the lanyards that week, man. Like, um, we wear yeah. no, no masks and no lanyards. But then, um, when we were there, 
on the resort, it was at least 50% unmasked anyway at all times. And That's pretty good. And, and the, the thing is, the, the, I surmise that it's because if you're going to a self-contained holiday resort with shows, water parks, fun fair rides, uh, you know, you don't go out of your resort. There's hotels, there's chalets, whatever. Everyone's on top of one another. If you're actually going to that, you're not scared. Yeah, yeah, generally. So um, we um, we had that conversation with our English friends and it, yeah. it turned to the vaccine. And okay. it was like, are you getting the vaccine? And we'd, we'd already said we weren't getting the vaccine anyway. Who's the bastards? Pardon? Who's the bastards? Yeah. So, but they they disclosed which vaccine they'd been given. Okay. Yeah. Now, this is in, this is in France, and they'd been given the AstraZeneca vaccine. Okay, because uh, I know that if... Yeah. And I said, I thought France weren't given the AstraZeneca vaccine, you know, to generally. And they said they seem to be giving it to all the English people, but they're keeping the Pfizer from the French. <laughs> so, I mean, what would you make of that? Well, what I'd make of that is the French don't want the English going to see Bruce Springsteen on Broadway. Um, yeah, have you have you seen that? Bruce Springsteen oh. has started playing again on Broadway, and uh, right. it's, for, it's for vaccinated people only. Oh, my but, God. But, no, no, it goes one further, John. Anyone with the AstraZeneca is banned. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. Anyone with the AstraZeneca is not allowed to go and see Bruce Springsteen. It's only for Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson uh, recipients. Oh, that's mental. That so, that, so that's yeah, what Johnson Johnson. We discussed this last week. Johnson and Johnson had to bin sixty million of their doses because of contamination. Yeah, yeah but the people with those contaminated uh, contaminated doses in them could go see the boss. They yeah. get yeah. yeah. in the USA hours. in the USA hours. There are <laughs> so many celebrities just. You're going down the wrong path here, isn't there? Oh, absolutely! I mean, it's it's fucking nuts. I mean, Ascot. Let's have a look at. Let's have a little talk oh, about Ascot, shall we? My John? God, Ascot! Yeah, go on then. <laughs> even 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 the Queen herself has been there, hasn't she? Um, and they're yeah. not. They're not. Uh, there there is there is no COVID restrictions going on there at all. I mean, they're. I haven't seen. I haven't seen anything. It's it's a normal Ascot jump. It's yep. everyone uh, shoulder to shoulder. It's everyone ordering at the bar. It's mm -hmm. it's it's fucking it's normal ascot. It's one rule for them, John. It's another G seven. Well, yeah. And Wimbledon's coming up. That's going to be another G seven. The Grand Prix is coming up. That's going to be one hundred and forty thousand yeah. capacity. Oh, it's French French Grand Prix today. So yep. uh, fans fans are in. Yep. And rules have changed, so there was a grid walk from the TV crews, although they weren't allowed to speak to people, but they weren't sectioned to one part of the grid anymore. They could walk right up and down the grid. Okay. And there were visitors on the grid. There were non-staff on the grid, i.e. non-mechanics and things Good. on the grid. So they've started to relax it as well, although they're still wearing the stupid mask thing. And as Sky actually addressed it today, 
they said we've had so much on anti-social media. Right? That's what they said. We've had so much on anti-social media about you're outside while you're wearing masks. It's true, though. Yeah, well, it is true. It is true. But they said it's because we have a contract to wear masks for all the Grand Prix, and we will be doing, we'll be fulfilling our contract as as you know as described. I wouldn't. Yeah, I know I wouldn't either. But but they don't they don't do it either because see when you watch like those um they do after Grand Prix shows and things and see if you watch them you see people in the background not wearing masks at all. So it's only when the cameras are on that's prime time TV. Of course, it's just like the G7. Um, but, yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, the, the only question I want to know with Formula One is, uh, Lewis Hamilton, why are you wearing a fucking skirt? <laughs> Did you see that picture? I, oh, yeah. Hey, the skirt doesn't even come into it because he's saying you should be a vegan, right? He's saying you should a vegan so this is all back to the don't eat oh, that. See, so when I put my arm out to the, the left my left it, it destroys the illusion because it goes across the barrier see that yeah that, that, that. hold on yeah. hold on oh. Oh. <laughs> destroys the illusion but anyway Lewis Hamilton thinks everyone should be a vegan apparently yet yeah. he wears calf skin boots so those boots he was wearing with his skirt were calf. He's gone down again. So, oh, God. Yeah. You're back. You're back. Right. I'm back. I'm back. So Lewis Hamilton's a vegan. How can a vegan wear calf skin boots? Well, the, uh, and, and, and if he wants to wear his calf skin boots, why can't I have the steak that was required to make them? Exactly. Exactly. Why can't why can't I have this? Why yeah. can't I? Steve, Steve Jobs was a vegetarian, stroke vegan, and yeah. it didn't do him any good whatsoever when he got um, pancreatic cancer. Didn't of course no it didn't. Whatsoever. Of course it didn't. Yeah. Like his iron levels must have been through the floor. Um, <laughs> it, 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 so much. There is so much gonna 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 riddle a vegan with health problems. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, you, you need protein, and you need a good amount of protein to stay alive. I, I mean, it's 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 true. They're 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 not the picture of health that they would like you to think that they are. And um, how many supplements? How much more are they actually on just to keep themselves going? I live on yeah. sugar. I live on sugar. Um, That's not good either. That is not good either. We need to talk about that. Why do you think I'm fat, John? Um, that's that's why I'm fat. I don't eat. I don't eat food. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sugar's sugar's the other end of the spectrum, and it's like it's a nightmare as well. It really is. I'm, and I'm, yeah, I'm, you're I'm, right. That is why you're fat. You're right. Yeah, it, it is. Right. I, I'm aware of of the damage this is doing to me, but the taste is just sensational. <laughs> <laughs> You're a sugar junkie. You're like my son. He's a sugar junkie as well. He needs to get well, off it. Well, no. Well, well, yes and no, right? Because I don't eat sweets. I don't 
I, I, I eat one meal a day and I don't snack, right? So I've only ever eaten dinner. So I don't eat breakfast. That, that's good. That's good. So you're on one meal a day and you yep. don't snack. That's But how many times are you having a can of Coke? <laughs> Five or six a day at least. Yeah. Yeah. So that... that 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 completely negates the whole one meal a day thing because every time you have a can of coke, your insulin's going to spike, and that's yeah. going to stop losing weight, and that's why you're fat. You're right. Yeah, it is. I, I'm. But I'm. That's, I'm a, that, that's a whole. That's a whole other conversation that this podcast isn't really designed to address. I, I'm. I, I'm well, aware this. We, we could address it. We could address it, but it's not. It's on the. I've got my agenda for What? what yeah. I'll tell you what we could do. Half time I'm not not getting you thinner. (laughs) I'll tell you what we could do. Episode five next week, it could be you trying to make me face my sugar demons. Right, okay. I tell you what, let's do that. I can do that. I'll give you I'll give you a half hour talk next week on why sugar's bad and why we need to get rid of it. Okay. Well, we don't need to get rid of it. Let's not go that far. Well, okay. I tell you what, I will give you a half hour talk next week on sugar, and then you can decide whether you want to get rid of it or not. How does that sound? Okay. It sounds good to me. And whilst you're giving me that talk, I should be slowly sipping. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because it'll be your last. (laughs) 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 Right. On that note, UK Army adverts, have you seen them? Not recently. Right. So there was a UK Army advert on the last couple of nights. I've seen it. And it's like um UK Army thing comes up and there's people people doing something and failing. Yeah. Then doing something again and failing and then learning and then winning, right? And it's and it, it comes up at the end. UK Army. Fail, learn, win. Okay? Right. Which I see. Isn't too bad, but it I mean, was. I mean, it is. It was, it was a, yeah, it was a girl that was doing it, and it was a black girl that was doing it. So you know, it ticked all the boxes. And, yeah, we box ticked. Yeah, we we box ticked, and and it was kind of it was kind of insipid. Um, it wasn't really inspiring. It didn't make me want to rush out and join the army. And then there was an American army advert. Okay. And oh my. God, it was the worst thing I've ever seen. It was like um, it was like a cartoon version of. Uh, uh, it was almost like um, what was that thing with the Elsa and Frozen? Mm-hmm. That Frozen thing. It was almost like that. It was a cartoon what? girl going blah blah blah. I'm not quite sure of my gender and all this. I'm, mm. gen- I'm gender unspecific, and I, I but I found my gender in the army, and my gender doesn't count and all this shit. And this is a U.S. Army advert. Right. What? Yeah, yeah. And then there was a Russian army advert, and the Russian army advert was these fucking strapped to the waist guys who are built like the Hulk. Let's blow the the shit out of things, comrades. Let's get the tank. Let's blow them up. So they're lying in their bed in their dorm, which is basically a camp bed and a fucking hut. The alarm goes off. They jump up, get dressed, run out, and do something like a five-mile hike. Yeah. They throw tree trunks about and all that, and in yeah. the end is, you know, join the Russian army, and it's like, 
who the fuck do you want on your side if the chips are down? Have you seen the Chinese uh, uh, army adverts? They're no, basically they're basically a game of Call of Duty. They are nuts. They are yeah. insane. And, and, and it's, it's like, like, like you say, like with the Russian army, right? Because I, I, I can't be dumb for doing the accent, so to speak, like I would be a Chinese. Uh, but um, <laughs> I, I can just imagine you, it. I can, I can just, you, you can't be done anyway because we are not funded. <laughs> no, that's true. We should be funded though. But um, uh, um, <laughs> um, we, we, with, with the Russian, I can just imagine it, like. Beep, beep, beep. Hello, comrade. Good morning. Time to go blow up American capitalist pig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just, uh, soldier. Hi, Carl. Uh, Carl Soldier here in my chat. He says, uh, Spetsnaps. Hi, guys. China military is hardcore. It, they are. Like, when you come off the chat, when we come off the show tonight, go and watch some Chinese army adverts. They are oh. fucking nuts. Don't don't um, don't get me wrong. I know the English, the oh, the British Army adverts are pretty puffy now, but some of the guys in the British Army are hardcore. I'm not saying they're not, but you know, they, and well, I I assume they still are because I had, we had dealings when I was when I was a cop, and we we did have dealings with the army occasionally, and they did the exercises and things, and they would use the police in their exercises. And they would end up kidnapping cops and torturing them. It was quite funny. <laughs> if you were on the cop, they got kidnapped and tortured. Oof, oof, no. But um, I, 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 I'll take you back. Uh, take you back a few years, actually, to a, to a British army advert, right? That tried to entice Islamic people, Muslims, to join the army. Um, oh my. I have no problem with anybody of any faith that lives in this country and wants to fight for this country joining our army, right? Just yeah. go and sign up and join the army. But this this one, um, it was it was the boys out. They're out. Uh, they're abroad. They're on mission, and all of a sudden, during a war, they just all stop so that the Islamic guy can get down, clean himself in a puddle, and do his Islamic prayers. Right? Apparently, the war has stopped for fifteen minutes, so this guy can pray. Um, it's and I, 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 I'm 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 just looking at it, and I was I was looking at it, going, is this a representation of reality? Is it really? Yeah. Because if you're in an active war zone, the last thing you're going to do is basically form a protective ring around someone to pray. Uh, you're going to go, you can't do that right now, buddy, because if we all stop, they're going to blow us up. Yeah, that, that's, that's never going to happen. Um, Excuse me. Carl in my chat says... I was a staff sergeant cadet instructor. They were mostly wussies. He's gone on mute. Yeah, I'm sure they were, to be honest. Um, but yeah, um, but but the thing is, like, I've got no. If you want to instruct, if you want to entice people in to join the army, I think the Russian and the Chinese have got it. They've got it. They, you know. Yeah. Uh, but but all of this inclusivity, diversity thing, nobody doesn't cares. Work. It yeah, doesn't, it doesn't work. work. Nobody cares. And all it does is make the army of your enemy look at those adverts and laugh at you. Yep. Because remember, these things are they're, they're 
public, John. They're, they're public. Yeah, yeah they are. And, and, you're, and if you've got an enemy, a, a genuine enemy, and you're going to go to physical war with them, and they're going to look at a, a cartoon girl talking about her gender and whether or not she can join the army because of her gender, they are laughing. Yeah. They are laughing. They don't care what your gender is when they're shooting a gun at you. Exactly. They don't give two shits, right? And if that is your main concern, they're probably going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. It's, it's, it's that simple. Um, and I'm not, I, I'm not in any physical condition to join the army, though if I was ever drafted up, even in my condition, I'd just say, teach me how to fly a plane and I'll blow some shit up that way. But um, uh, it, it, I, I don't know, like... Are we? Is it? Is this the end of Western society? Is this the end of Western civilization? Going down this this road, John? How long? How long has it been going on? If you think about it, it's probably pretty much getting to the point where it's just about ready to go. Well, I mean, you've frozen, but I can still hear you. Yeah. So you're back. If you if you think about how long society's last. Or sorry, last right. Yeah. Then we we're actually probably getting to the point where the Romans were. So we're yeah. in, we, effectively Boris Johnson is Caligula or or, yeah. or or Nero. He's fiddling while London burns. Yeah. It's yeah. time. Yeah. It's, uh, it's I, think, time. I think it, it might be time for a reset. And and yeah, they want the great reset, but it might be the reset that they want. Mm. But um, this, the thing is, the thing that happens here, this is why um, I think terrorism has been a bit more prolific um, in, in the 2000s, is because um, when a civilization starts to reset itself or come to its logical conclusion, the stronger, more hyper-focused individuals on the periphery can push their way in. If you, if you, that's yeah, I know what you're saying, but in some respects, I think terrorism's been more hyped rather than been more prevalent. Because if you think back, there used to be loads of hijacks on airlines and things, and sure, they, they they've all disappeared. And, and what's happened is we've got more hyped on things like, okay, the Manchester, you know, bombing and whatever. So these these individual acts of terrorism seem to be more prevalent than what happened before. Right. But there was more of them before, and they happened. You used to think, you know, I, I remember flying in the late 80s and thinking, is there a chance the plane's going to be hijacked, right? Yeah, but I've never, never since two thousand or whatever, see, I've flown was, numerous times and never thought about the plane getting hijacked. See, I'm exactly the same as you, and I was in the air when the towers were getting hit on nine eleven, mm-hmm. and and even since then, I've I thought, well, the airport security is just so inconvenient now that why would anybody yeah. bother? Um, yeah, exactly. And. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Obviously, they've changed tactics a lot. I mean, there's a lot of car rammings these days um, and, and things like that. Uh, there was that truck in Nice in France. Um, 
there was uh, I was actually yeah. at I was actually yeah. at the Disneyland Paris Resort when the Disneyland Paris Resort got locked down um, and uh, the full-on army came in and, and kept everybody in restaurants and held everybody in the hotels and um, and, and things like that. And so I've, I've been... I've been in situations and I've been around situations uh, probably a lot more than I ever would have when I was in my youth in that respect. But um, I, 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 I just feel like we're, we're getting to a point. Um, we're getting to a point where our society has lost all respect for itself. Um, our civilization uh, as individually our countries are losing respect for themselves um and something is inevitably gonna gonna turn up that's gonna be like well we can dominate that and, and i think we're seeing it in these lockdowns in a way because all of these people are just bending over backwards and doing as they're told yeah, yeah. No, I think I think to an extent you're right because we have got to the stage where there's no respect for there's no respect for society anymore, and the government the government really they make a decree and everybody just you know they bend over and count out to it, don't they? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And, and and I don't think. 20 years ago even they'd have been able to do this I don't think and it's not just right because people will turn around and say oh it's because things have got easier with things like Zoom and that plays a part in it right because we didn't have the remote and distance uh, ability to remote network on Zoom or see, even sit here like me and you are in two different countries pretending we're in a classroom um, yeah but, but but it's not just that right um, it's, it's like when I was younger, when I was when I was 17, 18 years old, the fights on a Friday night were everywhere. They were prolific, they were rampant, you know. Yep. There was a lot more testosterone going about than there is now. Um, yeah, there was. And I, I don't know what happened. I, I don't know what happened because... We've got to a point where, like, even I'm turning around and going, like, not just with this situation and these lockdowns and things like that, but in society in general, like, where are all the men? Where, where, where are all the fucking men? What's happened? Well, uh, that's a good point because you're on Twitter and you, yeah. you notice there are a lot of women on, on Twitter asking why everyone in Britain that's not wearing a mask is a woman and yeah. not a man. Where are all the men? Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Where are all the men? It's, it, it, uh, you know, um, I, I, I'm, I'm not. Let me do, do a I... quick straw poll. Hold on, Andy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See what Lisa and Louise and all that. Do their men wear masks? Yeah. Oh, for mm -hmm. fuck's sake. And they do it just because they think, <sighs> they don't agree with it, but they'll do it because... For a quiet life? Yeah. And then right. they say... So th this is really interesting because yeah. we've got staff who run in their gym back in in, the, right. in 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 Scotland, right? But our staff are all women because it's a women-only gym, and none of them wear a mask. 
We've right. never worn a mask. They've never worn a mask. People aren't allowed in the gym if they want to wear a mask because you can't yeah. work out with a mask on because it's dangerous and all that. So you can't wear a mask, right? And what I've asked Andy was, what happened? Do their part when they go shopping? I know, I know our girls don't wear masks when they go shopping, mm-hmm. right? So they they go to Asda and Tesco and Morrison's and all that. They never yeah, wear yeah. them. They go to Starbucks, never wear a mask. And yeah. I asked her, what do their men do when they go out? And she just said they wear a mask. Yeah. And I'm like, and but it's not because they're frightened of COVID or getting a disease. It's because they just don't want to rock the boat. Yeah. And it's the same when, right, so when I go to the supermarket. Yeah, well, yeah. I think it's about it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. So it's the same when I'll go to the supermarket, for example. Lisa. Lisa's husband said to her, why can't you just wear a mask? It's like two seconds. And she goes, because I don't believe in it. Oh, my God. And he was like, but it's just a mask. Yeah, and they argue about it. They argue about it. They'll say... Why can't you go into the supermarket and just wear a mask for, for you know, 20 minutes while you're doing yeah. your shopping? Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. I didn't yeah. realise that. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Because our girls are actually, they're really good. They're very switched on. They're really switched on. They know the score. They've never worn a mask. And they pull people up on it all the time. But yeah. their fucking husbands are bedwetting it's, Nancy's. It's exactly the same, right? So, like, I was, uh, I was just going to tell you. When I go to the supermarket, and I go most days, I haven't been today. Uh, my yeah. wife does. My wife doesn't wear a mask, which is good. Yay, fantastic. Yep, but um, mm-hmm. when we speak to and see other people not wearing a mask, I am always one of the only men. It is a nine women to one man ratio when it comes to <sighs> maskless people. I am always the only fucking man doing it. And it, it's... fucking going on with men? I don't know, John. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like... <sighs> And yet, in France, they'll be honest, in France, where everyone does wear a mask, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The only people I see wearing masks below the nose... Is men. Is men. Yeah, it's men. Yeah, it's not, it's not women. Women, no. we always wear it up. Men will often wear it below the nose. Mm-hmm. So, Chrissy, so the in ones my that chat... are actually pushing the bottles in France are, are men. So yeah, okay. So I've got a couple of men in my in my chat, right? And and this is uh, saying they don't wear a mask, and I know they don't, right? I know they don't. And, yeah. And the thing yeah. is, we are guys. We are we are in the same mindset, but we are the fucking minority, right? Chrissy in my chat says it drives her mad. She's in Scotland as well, and she says it's the same up here. Maskless women way outnumber men, and do you know what? I can goddamn well believe it. I can believe it because when I go to Asda, when I go to Tesco, when I go to Morrison's, when I go to town, I yeah. am always it's a it's a nine women, one man, mask to mask ratio. And that's the way it is. And he just keeps he just turned himself into a fucking toddler then, didn't he? Like he, he, he just he just he just he just went from fucking year 13 down to year one. That, that, that was I've moved my laptop briefly and, and I've gone from like I've gone I've gone from Peter I've gone from um what's his name? Oh yeah, whatever. I've gone from one guy to Peter Dinklage in one swoop. 
Right, so Lisa, Lisa says her husband and two sons don't. Brilliant. Gaz says he doesn't. And I don't expect any of the men in this chat, I don't expect any of you to be wearing masks, by the way. Yeah. But I'm telling you that you are a minority. And that's just anecdotal from what from, from the way that I've I, I've yeah, been about, it. the way I've seen. Um Simon says, I very rarely seen another men man unmasked. It's always women. Chrissy yeah. says, I mean, a lot of them are wearing them as chin hammocks, but they are still fucking wearing them. Yeah, I, I've actually got to the stage now. I, I go into the store before I even put it near my face. I'm becoming a rebel. <laughs> See, I mean... when I was in France last October, um, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was on my mobility scooter and I was just humming around and I went to, to Alshan. I went to Alshan. Yeah, Alshan. I went to Alshan, uh, and I just rolled in without my mask on, quite nice. happily. And uh, I did get some looks. I will say I got some looks, but because uh, yeah. this Alshan that we go to is actually inside a giant shopping centre, so you go inside the shopping centre. Yeah, they, they, they always tend to be though. They do yeah. tend to be. Yeah. So um um so 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 we'll go into that. Uh, <sighs> And there is always security on the door. And they'll yeah, look at me. They'll always look at me and they'll be like, Bonjour, Monsieur. And I'll be like, <laughs> Bonjour. All right. I don't like, no, you don't go all right. You can't go all right in France. Oh, I do. The world, oh, I do. Oh, my God. I just, like, just, just go, All right. You what? can't do that. <laughs> I do. Oh, my God. I, I always go, all right, and they go mask, and I'll go son's mask. Merci. <laughs> well, uh, and and they accept that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, just son's mask and merci, um, because right. I don't know how to, I don't know how to say doctor in France. <laughs> I don't, I don't. So I just say uh, son's mad, and sometimes I might go exemption, exemption. Yeah. Uh, son's mask, exemption, merci, or merci beaucoup. Uh, I, I can, yeah. I can, I can actually, you know, I can speak some very basic French, and I can accentuate it very well as well. Uh, it's like bonjour, uh, uh, merci, merci, because yeah. it's not, it's not merci, it's merci, merci, merci. merci. So you got, you got to yeah. accentuate that Y after the M. So it's like mer, merci. No, there's Question. no, it's, it's an I. There's no Y in it. No, no, no. No, no, it sounds like a Y. You've got it it's somewhere yeah, on the No, but yeah, because I, I sounds like I when you say like um, say for instance I live here, it's like Jehabi Isi. And yeah. that's I C E. So it sounds yeah. like Isi. So yeah. you know the, the the I is quite it's quite a different pronunciation from what we have in the UK. Oh yeah. But um, anyway, you... but anyway, enough of the French lesson. Let's move on. So so Simon, I was going to say, Simon says in my chat. All right, okay. He says, Ben, so this is a question to me. Do you think more people will go unmasked from tomorrow? I don't think it will be a massive amount, but definitely a few more, I reckon. I do think some will dump the masks tomorrow. But then, yeah, okay. uh, right, so I do think some will dump the masks. However, I have a feeling that there are, I know you guys don't, but there are probably many people who 
are against it that still do wear masks, right? Um, and I think those people probably definitely will dump their masks for sure. But um, I, I don't think it'll be high because I just think that the population in this country is cowed. The population as a whole is cowed. It's brainwashed. It's it's yeah. even though we see last night coming out all, pretty much directly after I finished the show that we guys had last night, um, that Matt Hancock suppressed a study that said that the vaccines were very much effective against the Delta variant. And then we see more news articles coming out saying that if Boris Johnson had been shown these, he probably wouldn't have done the delay. So I think Matt Hancock should have been sacked first thing this morning. But there we are. I think that was power. I'm having to move. I'm moving to the floor because I had to plug in my laptop. I was, I was about to say, uh, because of the way that things just happened, because of the way you're, you're sort of partially green screened on it, you sort of went diagonal to the side and it just sort of looked like you were falling over drunk. Um, no, I wasn't. I, I moved my laptop down to the floor because I had to plug in the power. Fair enough. I mean, uh, I, I'm just in my little curtained room, so uh, I've made sure the well, power's... My, wait, my wife is sitting here beside me. Well, she was beside me on the couch. She's now mocking me. She's um, mocking podcasting abilities. I, I mean, oh, I mean, she's saying I'm shite. Is that what you're saying? To what? Oh, she have to shut that. Right. Anyway. Oh, a tit. Right. Thanks. <laughs> I think she's bullying you, John. Yeah, I think she is. She is bullying me. But yeah, she, yeah. she's bullying you, John. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, GB News. Talk about GB yes. News. What do you think? Have you seen it? I, I watched a couple of shows uh, the first couple of days they launched. Um, it's it's more of the same, isn't it, really? Uh, I, I'll be honest. I haven't watched it. Right? I haven't watched that. I've only I've only listened to reactions to it. Yeah. But before it before it launched, I said it would be more of the same. I don't think it would be any different. And everything that I've heard so far is it is basically more of the same. And I've seen clippets yeah. of sorry. I've seen snippets of um, Andrew uh, I mean, Neil. Dan but, uh, you know, if you don't have a vaccine, there will be consequences. Yeah, but Dan Wooten, on his opening night, on his first show last Sunday, his opening monologue was fire. It was yeah, beautiful. But, but as you and I both know, talk is easy. Yes, of course. Talk is easy. And, um, yeah... What's his name? Tom Harwood. My God, what a stupid Ooh. boy! I think I, I actually think I made a good um, a good allegory when I, I pointed out that he was the spitting image of Pike from Dad's Army. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You stupid boy. And he is he's he's just he's insufferable, isn't he? He's he's absolutely yeah, he insufferable. Right. He's he's young. He's really really young. I think he's like 23, yeah. 24. And yeah. he's been given he's basically been given the job of almost chief political correspondent on a brand new mainstream news channel and it's gone to his head. It's very yeah. much gone to his head. And yeah. uh, he's 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 not only nothing special, he's a fucking wet wipe. Like he is yeah. and he's stupid. Like you, you said he's yeah. stupid. Um so yeah. he got um, what was it? 
Oh yeah, uh, Chrissy says considering who Dan Wooden has on tonight, I won't be watching again. He's got Stanley Johnson on tonight for Father's Day. Oh fuck off! Yes, I'm aware of this. Alexander's dead. Yes, yes, yes. Stanley Johnson. Stanley Johnson. He's on GB News tonight, live with Dan Wooden, and uh, this is this is the man. Remember that wrote the book. What was it called? The Virus. Stanley Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Of the of the virus fame. Who's looking for a population or for a depopulation explosion? Yeah. And yeah, uh, it looks like uh, he might get what he wants. Yeah. <sighs> John's internet it's got even worse on the floor. Yeah. Look, look. Oh, it's bad. You're a blue chair. Yeah, you're on a blue chair. Am I still on the yellow? I, I am still on the yellow, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah but you're tiny. You're tiny. You're teeny tiny, John. I may come into Watson. <laughs> All things ridiculous. Oh. Um, I've got more to cover, but I don't think we're going to cover it tonight. I think we need to call this quits because this I is think- crap. I, I am uh, I'm looking at an alternative internet solution because this is obviously still on the mobile broadband in this uh, this right. establishment. So I'm looking to improve it again. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But you've got yeah. seven days. I think we've had a good run. We've had a good run. We've been all right. Yeah. You've got you've got seven days to improve your internet quality. And I, or, I would... or, or I'm out. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, I say there would be consequences otherwise, but you're in France, so I can't really come and kick you in the fucking balls. <laughs> come my head, come on. It's Ben, come over, come over. Yeah, yeah come it's over. France? It's France. You'll love yeah, it. You know what it's I, like. I do know what it's like. I'm usually there every yeah, fucking we'll six off. weeks. We've got an empty van at the moment because we're staying in the house. I was going to say, I could, I could actually yeah, steal your camera, couldn't uh, I? I, I yeah, could steal your well, camper. You couldn't steal the camper because I'm keeping the keys, but. <laughs> okay, I've lost the keys. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, okay. Well, right, I, I think this him... is probably um, a good point to call it quits, my dear boy. I, would, I, I will let you sign off the show. Yes. And, and it's. Sorry, it's good night from me and it's good night from him and her yeah. and the dog. And it's good night from him. Good, good night, night, Ben. Good night, John. Yeah, we're off here now. No, we're still on air. Shocking, wasn't that? We're still on air. I can see him laughing. We're still on air. Oh, oh my god, that was one of the. It's still on no, air. No, we're not on air. Oh, we are still on air, but we're still on air. I've, I've got the recording, so this won't, won't be on the. We're we still on air. The... Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. We're still on air. It won't be on. Um, it won't be on the recording, but bloody hell, Thank we've had our trials tonight. To the show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Good night.
Thank you all for coming to the show tonight. Good night. Good night. Seriously. Take away those diamonds. I don't need those rocks. A second hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without conditions. Roll up the carpet from the floor. I don't want to be your prisoner no more. I want liberty without conditions. I want liberty on my conditions. Liberty on my conditions.